This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So fact or fiction jinx, the Nuggets have finally figured out the effort level it takes to win in the NBA Finals, and they are going to wrap this thing up in the next two games. Well, it's certainly a fact they figured out the effort level. I think they will. I'm going to say fact across the board. And I thought that ESPN, ABC did a great job with their coverage, and they showed Mike Malone in the huddle last night between the third and fourth quarter, and he said to his guys, hey, first two games, they owned us in the fourth quarter. This is now we're going to own the fourth quarter. We're going to be the better team. And they responded in that way. So I think this was a situation where Mike Mullen has been talking about this all finals long. And I got the impression he's not trying to convince us when he, when he would say, this is the NBA finals. This is the NBA finals. He was talking to his own guys. And they finally responded last night. So this was the first time they've been challenged truly where they kind of had their backs against the wall where things could have gone sideways. They lost home court advantage, lost at home for the first time all postseason. They responded in a big way. They were the more intense team from the start. I'm saying fact. I'll go fact too, just because I'm believing the bigger sample size. Am I going to look at one loss for the Denver Nuggets and say, oh, this is a team that's really in trouble? No, they played terrible and only lost by three. Last night, we saw the full potential of the Denver Nuggets, and they absolutely crushed the Miami Heat down low. That is something that's absolutely repeatable. When you base your offense on making threes, it's a lot harder to repeat that every single night. One would think it's easier to repeat at home. Wasn't the case for the Heat last night. When you out-rebound the other team by 20 rebounds, That is something you can do on a daily basis. And I know that the opening line of this question was, it took two Denver players to have a triple-double for them to win. A triple-double for Nikola Jokic is like a walk in the park. I'm pretty sure a triple-double to him is like brushing your teeth for most of us. He does it on a daily basis, it seems like. So this is repeatable. I'm going to say fact. I think the Denver Nuggets are going to cruise to a win here. Yeah, I think it's a fact as well. I think a lot of us were talking about Denver in five before this series even began. I don't think we thought Miami would win the one out in Denver. Thought maybe they'd get, you know, game three, game four in Miami. But other than the game two, fourth quarter, Denver's been the better team in all three games. This series could easily be three nothing Denver. So, yeah, I think this is a fact. It's uh, going to go back to Denver, obviously, but I think they close it out in game five in front of their home fans. All right, fact or fiction number two. We talked about the NBA offseason, all the drama, everything else. Reports are James Harden has narrowed down his destination as a free agent to two spots, Houston and Philadelphia. The Rockets are in the process of a rebuild. They went just 22-60 and last season, while the 76ers, of course, Went to the Eastern Conference semifinals. They also have Joel Embiid, the reigning MVP. So, Chelsea, fact or fiction, Harden is better off staying in Philly with Embiid than going to Houston for the rebuild. Depends on who you ask. Are you asking Philly fans? Because I think if you're a Philadelphia fan, do you really want to take the gamble of which James Harden you're going to get in the postseason again? Because I think that's the headache. 
he has been so good at times, you know, drops 50, has these epic shooting nights. But then the next night, he looks back to a guy, like a guy who's playing basketball at the YMCA and cannot make a shot. So I think if you're a Philly fan, you say, go on down to Houston, James. You can shoot all you want. You can shoot 15 threes. Nobody's going to care because that's a team that's rebuilding. So I think he can get back to his old self. Remember when he used to be the primary scorer? Like he can do that in Houston if he really wants to. You know, they do, they do have some really talented young players. So I'll say go to Houston, James. No, nah, I'm going to say fiction. He, well, I take that back. Maybe you're right. James Harden loves a good strip club. He does. And Houston has a ton of them. We heard those stories all the time. All the time when he was in H-Town. James Harden's at the club. James Harden's at the club. James Harden's at the club. That's in the dirty, dirty, baby. So I don't. if he wants to win a title, he needs to stay in Philly. That's his best chance. I don't know why in the world you would go to Houston to play with a bunch of young guys unless you just want to pad your stats. Maybe he likes Houston better. It depends what he wants at this point in this in his career, I I certainly think that I that Philly has a lot of work to do. They need to make some sort of changes to their roster if they want to challenge anyone else in the Eastern Conference because they really, really just did not look like a team built to win a title. If that's his motivation, he needs to stay in Philly and hope that Daryl Morey will help him do so. If he just wants to go back to Houston and enjoy the rest of his career, go to the Rockets. But I would say he should go to Houston or sorry, Philly. Yeah, you know what, Jake? when I was thinking about this and how I was going to approach this, I had not even factored in the strip club analysis. Yes, yeah, he loves it. Look at it. That's it. That's a big one. He is a big strip club guy. And when he was he in is. Houston, as you said, he was there all the time. So, yeah, I mean, I agree with both of you. If he wants to be known as a guy who maybe gets a title or at least makes a run deep in the playoffs, he's got to stay in Philly. But if he just wants to start throwing dollar-dollar bills around down in Houston – then that's where he needs to go so he can get back to the clubs. All right, factor fiction number three. We're going to go away from the hardwood. This one kind of caught me, not by surprise, I guess, but we were talking about, you know, all the live golfers and all the money that they made. And there's always been when soccer transfers happen, and I'll be the first one to admit, I don't understand all the things, but I see some of the ridiculous money that's being thrown around. Well, world superstar Lionel Messi shocked everyone and turned down a billion-dollar deal to play there in the Middle East. Instead, he's leaving European soccer, and he's going to sign with Inter-Miami of the MLS. What are we doing here with the MLS getting messy? This is crazy. Of course, he's one of the top talents in the world in the history of the sport. He's going to be 35 years old, so obviously his best soccer is probably behind him. Soccer fans are loving this, but Jinx, fact or fiction, Messi coming to the MLS ain't moving the needle for anybody else. God, I don't think so. I, I, I think it's, I'm going to say fiction. And I like soccer. I covered MLS for a long time. I was a sideline reporter for DC United. It is a different level of soccer. It's certainly a step below the Premier League or Champions League, whatever it is. I think soccer fans care, but in America, at least, I'm not quite sure, unless you're already in the MLS, that you care. I think people care just based on the ticket sales. I read where ticker, tickets for every match against Inter-Miami across the United States have completely sold out. Some of these tickets are going for $10,000 on the resale market. So I don't know any, peop any 
people that would be this fanatical about Lionel Messi, but he is a world superstar. And whether you like soccer or not, you've definitely heard of him. So it's definitely making an impact, whether you personally like soccer or not, somebody's paying attention. And this made huge waves in the sports world yesterday. So I am going to go, what was it, facts? I think people do care. Yeah, I, I, I mean, soccer fans in the U.S., and, and they're kind of, to me, like hockey fans. They're out there. They're a small group, but they're very mm -hmm. passionate. I think for the average sports fan, I mean, I read the headline because it was on ESPN and CBS and every place else, but a week from now, two weeks from now, a month from now, whenever he debuts, I'm not going to pay any attention. It doesn't move the needle for me one bit. So congratulations to MLS. They got a superstar, but it's not going to do anything for me. I won't be out there watching him when they come play DC United. Well, also, and you make a good point. I remember when David Beckham signed with the Galaxy, and I was covering United back then. And he came to D.C., and there were all these sellouts, but did it really change things ultimately in the long term? No. Well, and also David Beckham's the co-owner of that Miami team. So maybe there were some ties there. I think, you know, he is a big name, Lionel Messi. It's kind of like a celebrity sighting. Like, if I saw him, I'd want a picture with him. So I think in that regard, it is going to move the needle. Not for me personally, but for sure some people out there. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.